0: Welcome to Zurich Risk Insight Series, Coronavirus, What Businesses Need to Know Now. As we continue our series on transitioning back to the workplace as companies reopen following the COVID-19 shutdowns, this installment is going to focus on business travel during COVID-19. I'm Larry Carraro, Assistant Vice President and Senior Risk Engineering Consultant with Zurich North America. We're several months into the COVID-19 crisis and businesses like everyone else has had to adapt to a very different world. Remote working like I'm doing right now is widespread and that's probably going to continue in many workplaces even after the pandemic ends as companies see safety and expense advantages to employees working from home. Business travel may never climb back to pre-pandemic levels, but some companies will need to continue with business travel, and some have already resumed it. But the pandemic isn't going away anytime soon. So now more than ever, businesses that see travel as essential to their operations will need to take proper precautions to help keep their employees, customers, and others in the areas where they travel safe, healthy, and secure. So in considering business travel during these challenging times, Let's first look at general COVID-19 safety guidelines to follow, whether you're traveling by air or by car, or whether you're staying at a hotel or not. You should always follow the most up-to-date business travel guidelines from your company, as well as the CDC and other medical authorities or government agencies. Our Canadian audience should check with the Public Health Agency of Canada and other relevant authorities and agencies. If traveling internationally, whether by air, sea, or driving, check the US State Department or Government of Canada website for travel advisories or restrictions. Advisories and restrictions can change quickly depending on where you are going. On the same note, consult those government agencies to see if there are restrictions on non-essential travel and what they define as non-essential travel. There may also be a required quarantine period when entering other countries. Of course, comply with physical distancing requirements and reduce contact with shared surfaces whenever possible. Bring your own personal protective equipment. Don't assume it will be provided and be diligent about using it when required or strongly recommended. We are all pretty familiar with proper masks or face coverings at this point, but some locations may also demand wearing protective gloves, or other PPE. Stay educated on what PPE you need wherever you are traveling. We hear it all the time, but in this crisis, it bears repeating, wash your hands frequently, especially after contacting some common touch points and use hand sanitizer whenever hand washing is not possible. Now let's talk about safety specific to the type of transportation. Let's address air travel first. Arguably, this is the riskiest way to travel during the pandemic, with the combination of crowds and airports and the confined spaces on planes, increasing the chances of spreading the virus. But if you must fly, there are steps to take to help you reduce the risks. Be familiar with and follow all airline requirements. Know the guidelines of a specific airline ahead of time can help cut down on points of contact you can avoid if you don't need to stop and ask questions. Take advantage of the many online tools and mobile device apps available to you, including online reservation systems, online check-in tools, online tools to select and confirm your seat assignment to maximize physical distancing if possible. And if allowed, scan your own boarding pass using your mobile device. Wear a mask or face covering whenever indoors at the airport and on board the plane. Avoid touch points whenever possible. For baggage check-in, when available, use self-service check-in kiosks to minimize interactions with airline staff. Follow all TSA, CATSA protocols that agents may have in place for minimizing contact. If none are established, check with the people in front and back of you in line to see if you can accommodate physical distancing. Allow as much space as possible between you and other people in the gate seating areas, concessions and restaurants. Avoid using public restrooms if you can. I realize that may be impossible. So if you do use a public restroom, Follow thorough hand washing methods and allow as much space between you and others as possible. Bathrooms are places where you may not be able to allow six feet or more apart. So wearing a mask or face covering is especially important in these circumstances. Once you're on the plane, use sanitizing wipes to clean the surfaces at your seat. These may include armrests, seat belt buckles, tray tables, and the seat backs in front of you. Open air vents to increase air circulation, and take time when exiting after landing to facilitate physical distancing. Don't cause needless proximity to your fellow passengers in a rush to get off the plane. Now, let's talk about traveling by car. Compared to air travel, it may seem like a very safe choice, but being on the road also poses pandemic-related risks including points of contact and potential transmission of the virus from surfaces in your company or personal vehicle. Try and follow these best practices. Maintain an adequate supply of PPE, masks, gloves, or anything else required in your vehicle. Do not store alcohol-based hand sanitizer in a vehicle. Make sure any sanitizer you keep in the car is not flammable. Wear a mask or face covering when entering convenience stores, gas stations, restaurants, or other businesses you stop at on your trip. Avoid as much contact with touch points in these locations as possible. Avoid rideshare services if you can, as you don't have control over the sanitation of the vehicle and don't know the health status of the driver. Once you get where you're going, you have a new set of COVID-19 safety precautions to think about. If you're lucky enough to be staying with friends or family members you know have been tested or have been self-isolating long enough to feel confident about their health, your risk may be considerably reduced, though you should still follow those general guidelines I mentioned earlier. Chances are though, that if you're traveling on business, you'll be staying at a hotel. The good news is the hotel industry is putting a heavy focus on COVID-19 safety precautions but you are still the best agent for your own protection. So let's run through some guidelines related to avoiding coronavirus exposure when staying at a hotel. Some of these steps have the additional value of being safeguards against theft or other criminal activity. First, stay only in company approved hotels. Avoid contact with common hotel touch points like alarm clocks, breakfast in common areas, desks, elevator buttons, entrance door handles, fitness rooms, glassware, HVAC system controls, registration desks, restaurants in the hotel, room door handles and locks, room keys or key cards, swimming pools, and even TV remotes. Going back to room keys and key cards, If available, you should use remote check-in, which can eliminate the need for a room key altogether and reduce the needed stops at the registration desk. If a key or card is needed, keep it with you at all times and do not display your room key in public. You should also avoid first floor guest rooms where foot traffic may be heavier. Avoid exterior corridor hotels those with outside entrances to guest rooms. Don't answer the door to your guest room without verifying who it is. Confirm with the front desk if someone from the staff is supposed to access your room and for what purpose. Don't allow a food delivery directly to your guest room. If the food can't be dropped at the registration desk or other safe place, meet the delivery driver in the lobby or common space. Close the door securely whenever you leave the room. Use the deadbolt and all other locking devices whenever you're in your hotel room. Make sure all sliding glass doors, connecting rooms, and windows are secure. And don't invite strangers into your room. That's a good practice anytime, of course. As things stand currently, most major meetings, conferences, and events are being postponed, canceled, or held, via virtual online gatherings. But sometimes, virtual meetings aren't ideal for business purposes. And as we hope to see reduced COVID-19 cases in the future, more professional gatherings will resume. Guidelines on in-person business gatherings may vary based on individual state, province, or city orders or recommendations. And those can shift with the developments about COVID-19 cases and the number of hospitalizations in different regions. Keeping those variances in mind, the following suggestions are strongly recommended if online alternatives are not viable. Follow all current CDC or Health Canada guidelines as well as national, state, provincial, and city guidance for gatherings. Wear masks or face coverings indoors or where required. Confirm prior to the gathering that no active COVID-19 cases have been reported at the location of the event. If cases have been reported or are increasing at a significant rate in the surrounding community, online alternatives should be considered and cancellation of the event may be necessary. Practice physical distancing when arriving, departing, and moving around the event location. Practice physical distancing when seated at the event. Do not share materials such as pens or other writing tools, papers, brochures, or other conference materials, event prizes, giveaways, or welcome packages like gift baskets, tablets, or other devices used for presentation or demonstration exhibits. Again, reduce touch points whenever possible. If the event is held at a hotel where attendees are staying, encourage them to use the bathrooms in their own hotel rooms. If that's not possible, Work with the venue management to ensure best sanitation and social distancing practices are followed for public restrooms. If the venue does not have automatic doors, try and arrange to have interior doors kept open to limit shared surface contact as when people touch door handles. In the past, when attending a business event, using public transportation was a very convenient way to get from place to place, in and around the venue. Cabs, trains, and buses are environments where you don't know the sanitation practices for the vehicle and you don't know the health status of your driver. Avoid using public transportation if you can, but if you have to take it, follow these guidelines. Try to avoid getting on trains, cabs, or buses where recommended physical distancing spacing is not possible. If your schedule allows it, wait for a less crowded vehicle. If allowed, open the window nearest you to allow greater ventilation. And again, wear a mask or face covering. As news regarding the coronavirus outbreak changes, recommendations may also change. The suggestions I've made should not be considered a definitive list of safety tips, but they can help reduce some of the risks at this uncertain time. Travel safety extends far beyond COVID-19 precautions. You always want to be sure your employees are trained appropriately for overall best practices specific to where and how they are traveling. In developing your company's travel practices, I highly recommend you visit the following websites, some of which I've mentioned earlier in this presentation. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. State Department, which provides regularly updated travel advisories, and the American Hotel and Lodging Association, which offers guest safety tips. For our Canadian audience, Zurich Canada's Risk Services Team recommends visiting the websites for Health Canada, the Public Health Agency of Canada's Travel Health page, the Government of Canada's Official Global Travel Advisories, and the Hotel Association of Canada's Stay Safe Campaign. Thanks for joining me for this segment of Zurich's Risk Insights Series, Coronavirus, What Businesses Need to Know Now. Safe travels and stay well.